0: Welcome to Cybercast 111. And in reverse, that is 111. I'm Clay. I'm Ty.
1: I'm Tosh. And I'm still Dick. Just just for shits and giggles, should we do the introductions uh, in reverse? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, we should have just done that. (laughs) But we didn't. I'm Dick. I'm Tosh. I'm
0: Ty. And I'm still
1: Clay. (laughs) Yeah, it uh, felt as weird as I would expect.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, We haven't been here in a tiny bit, but we are back with a discussion about the movie Tenet, Nolan and Nolan Finn. So this episode was actually... Scheduled to be a discussion about forest bathing, uh, but then we jumped in a reverse mode and we had a discussion about no, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually spoke, I talk about, uh, I spoke about forest bathing on the last Through My Lens with Clay Daily. If you'd like to hear that, go check it out. But this episode is a spoiler-filled episode. A discussion about the movie Tenant, which is in out in theaters now. It's the it's probably one of the first biggest movie releases. Of 2020 And that is really weird to say Because we're at the end of 2020 almost
1: Right Is that (laughs) the case? Pretty much It's pretty much the only big blockbuster release to come out At least since the crisis started Yeah Man Because all all of the other ones have been pushed back Like uh, James Bond Yeah Yeah True And I guess most of the movies that were scheduled to You know, be recorded sometime during the the spring or summer Are are postponed even further
2: I predict the numbers will be sad. Uh, how, we, did you, Everybody saw it in theaters, right? N- no sticky fingers? Yep. yep. Okay. No,
3: no, sticky, no fingers. sticky fingers. No sticky
2: fingers. So, uh, I mean, actually you could because there's nobody in there. Yep. But um, other sticky fingers. But yeah, it was like two other people. Yep, same and, here. No, not like there was two other people in the entire theater.
0: Yeah, same here. No, I think Ty, Ty had a question before the show about how this uh, was supposed to have been seen.
3: Yeah, so like... What I was asking is if y'all watched it in a like in the proper format, which is actually like seventy millimeter uh,
1: movie,
3: mm-hmm. or way IMAX. I just watched the regular one.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: How about you guys?
1: Regular for me. Regular. I watched an IMAX once and regular uh, the second time. How did it now, compare? How
2: did you find this out? Did they announce that you should watch it that way?
1: Well, they, yeah. they, they, well they is Nolan kind of something? known for yeah, adopting is. the IMAX format?
0: Yeah, yeah, he is. Like when, like when Dunkirk, Dunkirk was recommended to be seen in IMAX.
2: Yeah, I I, I remember that, mm-hmm. and it was actually like being talked about. So mm-hmm. technically, technically,
0: all... Dun, Dunkirk hasn't happened yet. No, it it has. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let, let's. Uh, how does it compare, by the way, to, between the two? What, uh, between Kurt- what and what? Sorry, between the IMAX version and the regular oh. small theater.
1: Hmm. Um. I think in both cases the sound wasn't optimal. Mm-hmm. I think this, you know, like Dark Knight Rises is one of the, you know, let's say more poorly mixed movies that that Nolan has put out. Mm-hmm. Um. But definitely, when you're past the halfway point of the movie, it helps to have as big a screen as possible to kind of pick up on every small detail uh particularly in sort of the final battle scene i mean there's so much going on there and right. so many sort of loop throughs particularly of, of robert pattinson's character that we'll probably get to a little bit later but uh yeah to keep up with that stuff it it helps to uh to have as, as broad a canvas as possible i agree i would i would imagine the opposite
2: like your eyes have to work way harder to see everything yeah,
0: well, but I think the I think the the sound was a big issue. I think, and I think it was done by design. You think so? I think so. Like right, you know, let, let's before let, let, you know what? we're going to do we you know most shows do recaps. Um, we're not going to do a, a recap because. First of all, if you've seen this movie, so, the, you know, if you don't care about spoilers, keep listening. Okay? Again, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you don't care about spoilers, Stop listening. listening right now. <laughs> right. But if you don't care about spoilers, keep listening. If you do care about spoilers, <laughs> just put us on pause. Go watch Actually, the movie. Huh? But,
1: you know, we can, we can talk about the broad strokes, right? I mean... Yeah. Uh, I think we
2: should give a recap just so we can make sure that... Because I think different people will be on different pages about what... They understand about the movie, right? I agree.
0: If you have the ability to do a recap, let, you can do it. But before we go <laughs> to the recap, before we go to the recap, let's start in reverse and start at the end. And how about you give me your rating out of 10? What do you give the movie? Oh,
2: man. I'm usually last, guys. That's
0: a good question. But um, I'm going to go last. Okay. Ty, what do you give the movie? I never do ratings. I, I know, but you, let's, bad we, at we, ratings. we always give I, some I, sort of rating and and on movies when we review them. So give me a, a, out of ten. The, the, do? the trick
2: about ratings is not to care what anybody thinks about your rating. Yeah, exactly.
0: Just what what <laughs> you you saw the movie in 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 relation yeah. to everything else you've seen, and in relation to what you feel about this movie. What out of a ten? What do you give it?
1: How many inverted bullets do you give it? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: Oh boy. Um. I, uh, one out of ten right zero out of ten yeah
0: is it, yeah, if, yeah. you can give it a zero I guess if you want <laughs> it's
3: definitely not a zero okay good I've seen way worse movies than wow so this but, is no, um, this is nowhere
0: near ten no no I thought we used five stars or five. right but this is ten so why not
2: oh so ten and <laughs> we have no consistency <laughs> we can't never be a Cisco and Ebert <laughs> Uh, your rating
0: right. will just divide it in half and then it gives you your score for five. But this is 10, so we're going with 10. Uh, I think it's call. around
3: an eight. I okay, think.
0: eight out of ten. All right. And Tosh?
1: Okay. Uh, so, as you might have known from kind of my WhatsApp messages, I've been re-watching a lot of Christopher Nolan films. Mm-hmm. And kind of a general thing with, you know, Christopher Nolan... He's one of those extraordinary filmmakers in the sense that out of his whole uh, oeuvre that, you know, is 10 plus films, there are really no stinkers in there as far as I can tell. And the ones that feel like stinkers only feel like that comparative to the rest, right? Mm-hmm. So right. I have to kind of go on a scale from, you know, that places it kind of within the whole range of, of Nolan films that I've seen. And if, if I take the whole range then there's kind of i think a spectrum between i guess eight or seven and a half and ten mm-hmm. and probably insomnia i haven't I haven't rewatched it yet but just from how i remember that would be somewhere around seven and a half and then movies like inception dark Knight, maybe prestige would be towards ten mm-hmm. and then i guess somewhere in the middle would be a, a movie like uh maybe dunkirk Mm-hmm. And I would place it between you know Dunkirk and really that top echelon of Nolan films. So that that puts it at a, a nine and a half for me. Oh, okay, okay. I like the reasoning there. Cool.
0: Now you put you put one of Dick Dunkirk was really up there for you, right?
2: Yeah, I liked it a lot.
0: Okay, how do you rate this this movie out of the ten scale?
2: Um, I'm gonna do a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Mm-hmm. And it's one of each. No, I'm I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> neutral about the movie. So
0: you have team okay. A, you have team blue and team red. They're both working in tandem. One your thumb uh, going in for, forward, and the other one going in reverse. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah. Okay. I I thought it was. I'm kind of neutral to it, and uh, I actually felt annoyed at it at some times, mm-hmm. and and not necessarily the complexity, but also. Um, to me, and, and it's <laughs> one of those things, right? When you, it, it's uh, if you admit that that something doesn't make sense, you might seem stupid. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff doesn't. to me don't make sense. I know, I know. It, it, and, there's, a and,
0: uh, uh, there's a lot of hand waving. There's a lot of hand waving. There's a lot of faith. You you have to jump with in faith, like you yeah. know, you have to take faith in the in the whatever they explain to you. Just take faith in the whole overall picture to make sense, but not like individual pieces.
2: Yeah. And one problem I kept having, it's probably a self issue and not the movie issue is that I, but that, that I can also blame it on, on the director or whoever, all the people that made the film. I was not always able to get immersed in the movie. And sometimes I still was talking to myself about some of the things I don't like about the movie.
0: While um, watching the movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know. Which, I which was kind of, dis- I hate when that happens. It's, yeah. Um, it's a distraction you know. actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is there something that jumps out that you didn't like? Well, and
2: also because I I, I did take Kimmy, so so everybody has an accent, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's very hard. First of all, the sound is already kind of off, but then it's hard to to hear what people are saying because everybody has a very deep accent, except for the protagonist.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Did, did y'all notice that? Yes. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, and and. The the Russian is like the easiest one to understand the Russian accent. But <laughs> I, I was very aware
1: that without subtitles, I would have a very hard time. Oh, you had subtitles. I wish I had subtitles. Yeah.
2: See, and that's I heard, I heard I the same had.
1: from like the second time I went. I I went with you know one of the people was a native English speaker, mm-hmm. uh, although she, she she does understand Dutch, so she was also kind of helped by the by the dialogue or oh. by the subtitles. Subtitles. Interesting. That's a good point.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, I, that was kind of stressful to me because I'm like, oh, really? Why would you do this? I know you had to screen this movie and notice that. But, um, the fact that, you know, because you have English, different English, uh, speakers, but it's not American English and their accents are just super natural for them. They don't try to make it sound right American English. So, uh, that was one thing. And also, which is part of his movies, the, the, the over-explaining of everything, right? <laughs> but that's the yeah, thing. Particularly they, when it they, comes they to they the motivations
1: to... of, um, uh, I forget what the, sort of the female lead character's name is. Cat? Yeah. Cat. Uh, it, it's funny. Like uh, a major set piece of the movie obviously is, uh, sort of the, well, the, the, the first break in into that, um, the opera that, no, not the opera. I mean, the, the, airport. airport oh, oh, into the, tur- uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Into, uh, Oslo.
1: Exactly. Um, and sort of a kind of a key motivator for uh, Kat to kind of, you know, uh, be loyal to the protagonist is because uh, she believes that, that she can get rid of this problem with the Goya drawing for her, right? Right. That alongside with, you know, her, her son, you know? Right. Yeah. And pretty much 90% of her dialogue sort of revolves around either of th- those two topics. Yeah. To the yeah. point where, we you're like, okay, the Goya thing wasn't necessary in the first place at all. I mean, it was. It, it may be necessary as you know a set piece in a James Bond like espionage movie because I know that was <laughs> what Nolan was going for. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: But as sort of this lingering plot thread that would you know that that is sort of presented as absolutely necessary for you yeah, to understand Cat's right? uh, motives. Mm-hmm. was it, was that that's that was my main gripe i think with uh with the movie and and i guess with nolan's work in general he doesn't do too well i mean female characters in particular but that's true
2: <laughs> what the
1: hell is wrong with that guy
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean i think he said it uh on occasion that that's just one of his, his 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 weaker his weaker spots but uh you
2: just make a movie and replace the character he wrote with a woman and see if it works
1: that's exactly what my friend said the second time <laughs> after after we watched I think it. he did funny. that with a a black guy this time mm. <laughs> no because that's the thing too he, he uh not,
2: that's not an an issue, but i mean that's just the world that he usually plays in it is uh good point you know, i I was surprised that he had a a black
0: nah, lady i was guy. actually too but so yeah. what what is your rating?
2: oh oh my uh i'm 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 like in the middle because okay. I, i'm I was entertained by the movie Mm -hmm. when I can allow myself to be entertained. I was annoyed by, by some things. Um, but if I had to like do a tiebreaker, it would be towards the lower end than the higher end, which kind of makes me, um, cautious because Nolan's films do usually have to be watched multiple times. And I was thinking to myself, like, I don't know if I want to watch this again, but Mm -hmm. I had the same thing about Inception. It's just that I was distracted when I first watched Inception, though. And it wasn't, but it's one of my favorite films. But when I first saw it, I was like, I'm. This this doesn't make sense. So that's why I don't want to jump the gun on it. There may be a good movie in there that I have not discovered yet. A better movie, I'll say. (laughs) So, uh, but I'm sticking with a five. Okay. That's why the one to five is better, Mm -hmm. and no halves. You got to pick a side.
0: Well, this movie, this movie is uh, is almost like you know, like uh, the tenets of some religion. You have to just take it on, you know, take it with faith. Like the 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 the, the, the leader will lead you to the promised land, and the promised land is the enjoyment of this movie. Um, my rating for this one, I will, I it's um, it, I have to watch it multiple times, but I I will give it a ten out of ten.
2: Whoa, whoa! All right, really? wrong language, yeah. there. 10 out of 10? A 10 yes. out of 10 net. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you saw Noah, Noah, you know, 10 net back and forth, right? It's the same thing? Yes. Isn't it? 10 net?
0: Well, yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: I, I just, it just In my head, I just saw that. I don't know why I didn't see it on that. Uh, or no, net, net
1: 10, net <laughs> 10. Yeah, it's <laughs> sh- not a coincidence that it's called that. I yeah,
0: mean, I'm sure right. it's not. <laughs> All right. So, so, so um, I um who, So, who 10 is the name
2: of the, the organization, thing? right?
0: Yes, Tenet is the long. name of the organization, mm-hmm. and and I don't know if you guys looked into the whole Sator Square from hundreds of years ago, and all of the the terms in there are show up in this in this movie. Oh, really? I, I was actually
1: planning to do a little bit of a dive into the actual, you know, mechanics behind the movie because mm-hmm. I know that a lot of it is based on real um, theoretical physics and I guess philosophical. Um, theories around you know time and the nature of time and mm-hmm. what defines future pre- past or present right uh non ways of thinking about time right. but uh i'm i'm guessing that you have done that already well i, <laughs> I, I, I have some I, background knowledge already yeah,
0: I, a little bit yeah a little bit the, the thing is that the thing is that um the whole idea the whole idea uh, the, uh, shall we do like a little recap i guess i, I mean who who wants yeah, to sure. you, Dick, you have a
2: recap for me Um, I just thought about how difficult it was when you said, it's going to be very, you're welcome to try, if you know, I was like, so
0: basically we start off with the opera house, uh, the opera house heist. We were going to look for, um, I I don't think the protagonist knew what he was looking for. He knew he was supposed to extract something. Of course, when he got to the, I didn't know
2: what I was looking for. Yeah, but I think
0: I think that's that's done by design. I think that they,
1: yeah. I think like there are
0: so many times in the movie where he went and, and whose
1: design actually well, yeah, that's, that's uh, I guess one of the bigger reveals towards exactly. the end of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So he he um True. um there there are there are parts of this uh, that he like Nolan drops uh, drops hints to us, right? So the extraction of the of the, uh this this person who has. Uh, has something that they don't know. It could be gold. It could be. They don't know what it is that they're extracting. It turns out it turns out to be this box. No one knows what it is. Um, the protagonist, uh, Nolan shows us how 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 um, noble this protagonist is because instead of leaving the bombs there to kill all of the innocent bystanders, he goes and tries to save them. Now he could have saved himself, and the movie would have turned out different, right? But he saved everyone else in the process of doing so, um, there's a hint of a hole that he sees. And of course, the hole then reverses itself and someone steps in to save him. Right? The mm-hmm. saving person, when they go off, you see a red string I and a coin. I you corner. can just
2: say who saves him. I mean... Huh? <laughs>
0: uh, you can just... Because there's no more spoilers. In right. Anymore, okay. Right? So we have... Uh, we. It turns out that there's a person who saves him. But there are three parts in the movie where mm-hmm. we, we get thrown hints at who this person might be, and in the end, it's revealed that it's
2: Neil. By the keychain of all things, right? Isn't that the keychain? Did, did you see? It was dangling, right? In the, yeah, yeah, yeah. By
0: it's it. a string dangling mm-hmm. off of his back, his backpack. Like, well, but
2: but yeah, why, why would you have that?
1: <laughs> it's such well, a- why oh why God. would you have a blue team and a red team? It's for mostly for our sake, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you, you're right. It <laughs> yeah. Definitely,
2: is like. A lot of these movies like feed the audience. Well, the thing um, about it, but with all the mask on,
0: I mean, even when like like the, there's a moment where, so there's a moment where uh, we get to Oslo, and with with the mask on, you have no idea what the heck is going on. You see the protagonist, and you see a mask fighter, and that's all you know.
2: But that's that's common in movies. You don't you don't necessarily care who who's behind the mask. But the thing is that but, you
0: do care if the mask person is a, a person of importance yes yeah,
2: and, but you see that later obviously
0: right but but right. even even right. the hints in the scenes tell you that whoever what is happening um uh, and who who is in the mask without being revealed who was in the mask you could tell by reactions of people in the scene
1: mm. yeah I mean, maybe i think there's one sort of base okay. element of the movie that should be kind of explained if anyone would listen to this it hasn't seen the movie you know <laughs> uh that you know, how kind of time manipulation works in this film is that, you know, objects and persons can be inverted in a way that they move backwards. Right. Um, well, not backwards, like in, 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 in reverse direction in time, I think right. should be said. Because backwards, yes. that's also linear thinking, isn't it? Yes. Uh, so that's uh, not like your typical time travel film, or if you think about the time heist in an Avengers Endgame. It's not about, you know, making jumps in time. It's about sort of traversing the same, let's say, the fragment time of line. time in a different direction. Yes. You you exactly. basically
0: bent the corner and you go back in you go back the same time you are in the same timeline as you were. Yeah,
1: and that that's the ingenious thing here. Uh, you know, also as opposed to I don't know, Back to the Future or again this Avengers Time Heist, nothing changes. Right. Because it's it's be, it's, it's said multiple times in the film what's happened has happened. Right. And that that holds up, you know. Uh, exactly. You find out that people um have traversed the same let's say scenes in the movie uh in in different directions, but that hasn't that doesn't have an impact on the outcome. Exactly. Of that scene. Exactly. The only thing well, is well, that you I,
0: can you can the thing is that the timeline the whatever happens will have happened already no matter if if it was influenced by the tur- the, the bending back of time or the turning back of time, because the thing is that what is happening in the future happened because of the information that the past you gave to the past you.
2: Yeah, but it can also change indefinitely with that information.
0: But the thing is that the thing is that the thing is that it would have happened anyways. Like because the right. time, the end zone, end, the end of time always happens the same way. What happens in between there was already meant to have happened.
2: But there's no end of time. There's a, it's like a CD, like a loop. Right. But let's
0: say let's say the the, the protagonist. At one point, decides that he's going to do something about something that that someone else thought would have happened to prevent something from potentially happening. The thing is that if the, the end, the end is going to wor- the world is going to end. It's
2: going to end regardless. Yes, um, and that's part of why they wanted to reverse what we all did, because essentially we're ending the world, anyways, right? He was right. With global warming and all that.
0: Right. So, the, the, uh, so just a re- jumping back to the recap of um, he uh, the, the, the protagonist. And we call him the protagonist throughout the movie. We don't know his name. We've never been told his name. The protagonist. Well, n-
2: it's not even mentioned until like almost the end where they bring up protagonist.
0: Right. No, no, he's mentioned that I'm the protagonist a few times.
2: Oh, he did? Yeah, he's, uh, I'm, I'm the
0: protagonist. And then someone said, no, you're a protagonist.
2: Yeah, yeah. Right. It, it was like um, it was with, with a conversation with Priya, yeah. Right? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: it was like... Close towards
0: the end. Yeah, yeah. It was the, it was the towards the two-thirds end of the movie. It's like, a, But you
2: don't notice he didn't have a name.
0: Right. Well, that, didn't uh, he say, like, in narration, didn't he say, I'm the protagonist? I, I, hasn't he said that been before? Been I could have sworn I heard that. Am I wrong?
1: Yeah. I rem- I'm remembering something yeah. like that. Yeah. But, yeah the, it's possible. But the thing, uh, the funny
0: thing is that Priya, because Priya knows a lot, right? Priya is right. He technically is a protagonist. Because the thing is that the other protagonist is future him. So they're, they're two protagonists. Him and him. So maybe that's what she meant by you're a protagonist, no? Right. To, to un- well, I mean, everybody
2: <laughs> is the protagonist of their, of their point of view.
1: Right, a protagonist. right. Uh, Yeah, I mean, for Seder, it's exactly the same. And, you know, even when you have all of the, the puzzle pieces, uh, kind of the, the sort of the broad stroke of it is, is that Seder, from a sort of nihilistic point of view, is just trying to incite this sort of world-ending event. Mm -hmm. and like world ending in the most literal sense right that Mm -hmm. once his plan comes to fruition basically cancels out all existence
0: but the thing is that let me ask Uh, you a question about that does he end all existence or does he all end all existence from the point of when he when so everyone who was before who was born at the time of or before the, the the swallowing of the poison pill will cease to exist but doesn't everyone else that is born afterwards still continue or am i wrong
2: I'm still missing how as soon as he dies, everybody sees
0: because the thing is that what happens is that he um when he takes the pill, he has a dead man switch to him. the dead man switch allows the algorithm to activate
2: oh, oh uh, uh, if he dies, it activates right you remember every okay. time he kept looking at yeah, his yeah, little head yeah what yeah, yeah. I, I knew there was i missed i was missing that when I was watching it's like what, so that's a, a key point, yeah. Yeah. So basically
0: the thing but the thing about it my question is that that usually usually um everything that was born before a certain time frame will cease to exist because technically the, the creation of the algorithm was potentially created to reverse global warming and damage that humans have caused in the future. But then just like Oppenheimer the person who created it realizes that this could be used for ill for 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 evil for ill. And so they disperse the pieces across time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, uh, I have, so if, if they're going to reverse the effects, right, mm-hmm. of what people did, how far back does it go? Because before that, there was the Ice Age, and that wasn't comfortable. Um, you know, it's like... <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. It's like humans occupy a, a comfortable space in what the Earth... I think earth, the Earth will be too hostile in the future.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Too hot. It was too cold some years ago, and we're just kind of occupying the space where it's comfortable, and then... Game over and it's done. So that's what I started wondering: like, how far back will it go?
0: I wonder. I don't know. But whoever created it decided that, just like the atomic bomb, that 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 yes, but it's this human is a, made, right? Is that again? So
3: it's human made. It, right? It's
0: human made. Yeah. And so is this. uh So, so is this. um So is this. I don't um,
3: think it mm-hmm. goes back to the Big Bang,
0: though. You think that this it goes might. back to the Big Bang, so the Earth goes in? I, I don't think. Oh, you don't I, think I it does?
3: I don't think it goes oh, that okay. far. But okay, I was about to say. <laughs> in theory,
0: it can, right? I don't know. Can it? Oh,
3: I,
2: I found it kind of annoying, though. Like, so, in regular motion, you can st- still have stuff go backwards. It, it, to me, I don't know. I'm not buying it. And how come when you're inverted, you can't just use that same logic and feel normal? Because you, know how you can make things you can make the bullet fly back in your hand, right? Right.
0: But the it's not that it's flying back in the hand, is that it was already in your hand, you're just dropping it.
2: Yes, I understand. Okay. With that in mind, how about why don't you go in the machine and you go and get inverted is that what you call it when you go into the, yeah, the inverted go, machine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why can't you apply that same technique to make things feel normal? Because you've entered
0: that that different realm now. Well, it's not the different realm. It's the same realm. You're just in opposite stream of that same right. realm,
2: exactly. But then, when stuff is moving, right, anyway, right? I, but then okay. you, when you the it's, it's kind
1: of uh, look at it this way, right? And again, that's tra- something that the film does try to explain. Like, um, you have to forget about the idea that sort of um, what what do you, what do you call it? Like um, consequence and uh, cause and cause, cause and effect that they they follow each other in in a specific order, right, and that one is yeah. always sort of linearly responsible for the other um, so when when you're reversed I, I, I guess what how, how you would see it then is is uh, okay well, you're reversed, but you're interacting basically with everything uh, exactly the same as of again cause and effect w- would have this 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 linear order. Right, I, I kick something, therefore it falls. Yeah, and that's the thing; it doesn't work that way. It's uh, I guess. Um, <laughs> so think about it like this:
2: like
0: the I, thing that like if something falls, to, say it to me, which just a stretch. That's yeah, all it I'm is, a, it is a stretch. But the thing is that t- 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 when you go back in the turn, in the turn uh, to to turn reverse, turn. right? Like, uh, like so, you are breathing in carbon dioxide because you have already exhaled it. Right, so everything that happens is happening because you did it already, right, so if you are kicking a bucket, that bucket has been kicked by you, and you going back in the reverse, yeah. the bucket is unkicked, right, so everything is happening in reverse, so that's why you could give yourself information that helps you in one direction or the other now, and that's why they have that that divider there because he gets information being in the reverse, he can go and do the reverse. Even though like Seder I think Seder has gone back and forth a few times and that's why Seder has as much information as he has not enough of course to save himself but enough to uh, enough yeah to, I mean
1: I mean going back and forth himself but also having ways to communicate with entities in the future exactly right? exactly
2: yes
0: so the timeline. the timeline time again so um, to, the opera house somehow the protagonist gets captured while he was trying to save all the innocent people he um, is stuck in a a, a place where he has all his teeth pulled out Um, there's a poison pill that he um, was has had saved on his body that gets tossed his other partner has one somehow he gets to it swallows it realizes he wakes up that that wasn't a poison pill so that was a test Probably the whole opera scene was a test because the thing is that someone recruited him to tenet. He was revealed. He was shown the hand gesture and the word tenet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there are a lot of stuff that happens in the movie where it's like he he like if you if you realize at the end what this movie is about, he knows more about things than you think he should for someone who just got into tenet. You guys agree?
2: Uh, I, I don't know. He was extremely uh, comfortable.
0: He was extremely confident for someone who has no idea about what the heck is supposed to happen. He that
2: yeah, but I just thought that that was that just spoke to the level of his his skill his and skill. Um, mm. um yeah um what do you call it? intuition right mm-hmm. because yeah there are these the, the they pull out the whole highway scene without ever having a planning scene. They obviously I hope they plan it, but it's like everything just kind of like he knew exactly what was going to be, you know happening right. next like the whole ladder and the bomb and everything was just like w- wow when did they
1: figure this out <laughs> well i guess when you have planners going backwards and forwards it helps mm-hmm. y- yeah especially especially yeah. neil right if you kind of consider his role in the whole thing mm-hmm. he's looped through the same events so many times that yeah. he basically knows uh he's almost like an all-knowing character right yeah
0: there's a there's a theory there's a fan fiction theory about Neil. Do you guys know? You, you guys know what I'm talking about?
1: Mm-mm. No. That's he's a vampire.
0: <laughs> I don't know he <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh so god, no. We'll, we'll we'll get to the fan fiction in a second. <laughs> I know, but, what he he's Batman.
2: <laughs> you, you have to say it correctly.
0: <laughs> he's Batman. Um, um, so um, I, I'll get to Neil in a second. Um, the protagonist finds out where because he he meets a scientist. He discovers the reverse bullets. Finds out where the reverse bullets are made. You know, he gets connected with Neil. We saw, we see Sherm sure, Michael Caine. Uh, amazing! I love seeing that guy.
2: Um, can't hardly understand him. It, can't hardly get understand. <laughs> him, hey, you know That's what? acceptable though.
0: It, yeah, he, um, There was a. There was a sort of like a flirting between the two of them. There's a flirting between the protagonist and. Uh, it's almost like the protagonist is is in a flirting mode with everyone. <laughs> Kind of oddly. I think
2: he's just a suave. He tries to be su- suave.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even, um, you know, he, he, somehow we find out that there's a, a painting that was a fraudulent painting by a repo who did cat have an affair with him or something. I, I don't, I don't quite understand that whole scenario with Sador, a repo and cat. That whole scenario to me was confusing. I think, what do you guys think?
2: It, it was. Um, yeah, it, it is. And I don't, I don't I'm wondering if it's necessary.
0: I, yeah, I kind of thought so too, because the thing is that, like, like a repo is a fraud a, 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 who someone who who uh, creates frauds, fraud fraudulent pieces of art. She she is supposed to know about art, and somehow uh, Sader buys this piece for what, nine was it nine million? What was it again? Mm-hmm. Nine million,
3: something like that. Yes.
0: Yeah. And so, is that what he's holding over her that she has been duped by a fake? Is, is she holding over her? that that she had something with Arepo um I I'm, I'm not quite sure but somehow her kid is taken away from her because at some point he tells her that I guess he'll leave her alone if she if she never sees her kid again is that what it
2: was yeah which I don't understand mm. what, what, why
1: no the so kid. Th- here's the thing I, th- yeah. I think it w- I mean looking at it from a sort of direct- directorial perspective like I think Nolan was just grasping for rational explanations why for one, Kat would continue to, you know, stay with Seder. Yeah. Okay. And, and it has to you, be like a son. Be under his control. And right. there, there has yeah. to be a son. There has to be this this leverage that he has over her. I, I or, have a question about you know, Seder. If, if you, yeah, go ahead. If, if, if you kind of research, you know, toxic relationships, abusive mm-hmm. relationships, you mm-hmm. realize that you don't need all that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I have a question. Uh, so, the the son uh, of Kat is Max. But is Seder Max's dad? Cause ha- yeah, I don't know. Has that ever
2: been said? I don't think uh, they don't ever hinted who his dad is. I, I don't think it's him. Ty, what did you say?
3: Uh, I don't think it's very important for the story. No,
0: either. but the, I, I think the, the, the reason why I'm asking is because the, the reason why I'm a Well, it has to do with the fan fiction I'm going to come up in a second. So, it kind of is important. <laughs> um but oh, oh gosh but it's the thing is that, the thing is that the the thing is that if um if 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 max is the son of Seder, um then i could kind of see how Seder is sort of keeping him away from him but if it's not his son then what the heck like you know, but it kind but of feels believes, like it's not his son, huh?
3: I think he believes it's his son. No, no. I, but my my son.
0: question is that, that that maybe she have mm-hmm. the kid before uh, before they met. That's what I'm saying. Mm. That might be. That's what I'm wondering. Like if He's, that is not even like like you know, this is a, his step Because do we have a hint well, of it, how long the relationship is? No, that's the thing. We don't. Okay. But all of time is oh, so time you wind me in this thing. <laughs> but
3: especially if you think about the scene where he's basically saying like if nobody, only I can have. Yeah. Basically he's saying only I can have you, nobody yeah, else can
0: if, have. Exactly, you. and that's exactly yeah. how he's acting with the world. That if I, yeah, I'm which dead, I thought it was kind of corny. You knew it's gonna
2: kind of come up to, yeah. When he said it, I know. It like, I, I bet he's gonna say that about, and he did. The planet, I know. Yeah, I know. stuff like that. It, makes it, corny
0: to me. it is corny, and the thing, I, I was I was annoyed by that. I, I honestly, the second I, I I heard him say it, I was like, oh gosh, come on, so predictable.
1: <laughs> another another Thanos. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> come on, man. So um, yeah. So we 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 um somehow Kat convinces or or somehow the protagonist convinces Cat that he can steal this painting back. We find out about this loopily loop thing in Oslo. There's a fighting scene. Um, is there is there like, let's let's jump towards the whole thing. Anyone has any words to just cut all the way to the back of this movie?
2: What do you mean?
1: Cut well, I, mo- I, I like think I think uh, the, the the gist is it, it's a race against the clock, but the clock is t- ticking in both directions. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> that that's uh, I think the shortest summary I can give. I mean, in in terms of how, how the, movie movies, the battle is, scene.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: how the movie is structured, it, it, it kind of plays like your 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 standard James Bond film, and that's. Mm-hmm how it's set up. You know, yeah. you have um our protagonist, our our secret agent character who, you know, is trying to sort of get to the bottom of this uh this this sort of conspiracy um and trying to prevent, you know, some faceless villain from uh you know taking over or in this case annihilating the world. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I guess what, what puts this film sort of, um, you know, above uh, something like a James Bond film is, uh, I, I, I guess, this this, this interplay of, um, I, I guess, characters interacting with future iterations of themselves mm-hmm. or future iterations of other characters that, you know, they think they've only just met, but turns out they've known for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so it's it's this in, enormous jigsaw puzzle that uh, for me that's kind of the main draw of, I mean for this film in particular but for a lot of Christopher Nolan films obviously he's kind of a master at this um you know sort of puzzle film Time type of setup room. um yeah. and he, he I think he he uh, is able to to kind of create mechanics that's really the only way I can describe it you know it's the same with inception with the dream levels it's the same with the prestige with kind of the 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 way magic tricks are structured, and that sort of playing into how the movie is structured, or Memento with um s- sort of this condition of the main character informing how the plot um sort of develops in a backwards way, like yeah, kind of uh, at a first glance you would say yeah, the plot is told backwards, but that's not really what's happening, you know, mm-hmm. and. I think that's that's the, the same with this movie here. Like, if, if you have this very sort of crystallized premise, sort of underpinning this movie that objects and people can be inverted, I and mean, that's really sort of the the most crystalline way of describing it. If you insert that into a, a espionage plot, then that's what Tenet is. You know, mm-hmm.
3: actually, I actually have a burning question, but we haven't come
2: to that point yet. It's gonna be <laughs> 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 wow <laughs> no, not that <laughs>
3: no.
2: Well, what's the question yeah, so ask
3: it. um so basically, but then we're jumping straight to the end of the movie,
2: like people fine. should have seen it this movie yeah that's fine. This. yeah like. okay,
3: okay, so basically, like the end of the movie, like um, the whole part where. Neil kind of tells him that actually the protagonist has recruited, recu- uh, recu- uh Wow, recruited, recruited him. Oh, right? recruited him. Yes. Yeah. Makes me think like, okay, so basically you're setting this up to be a, a trilogy or whatever type, any type of movie. But I
2: guess yeah, it's possible, right? I didn't do think we about
3: need it. three movies to actually understand this first movie.
2: Well, I'll say this: even though this movie's long, right, two and a half hours, um, yeah, I, I felt like they, they, some stuff felt rushed to me. Um, I don't know, I don't know what a, what about it, but stuff really felt rushed. Like as soon as they introduce, like they explain something, you know, they, you know how they always do it, right? They they always they're always in motion. They're like they walk. It's like a law and order,
1: order <laughs> or West Wing or something. <laughs> when they when you know yeah, when they interview somebody who's
2: Who's still doing the you know they're back uh loading the groceries and then they talk to him like that was walking and talking yes and and jump jumping scenes jump cut scenes, which kind of reminded me of uh inception when he's like they're talking they're explaining everything and he's like, how do we get here and and they just ended up there right um mm. but yeah, so they they'll explain something, and then like almost the very next scene, the reason why that was explained is like already. It's in that scene instead of being further down the line so uh I could see only if they chop this up into other, uh, more movies though i I don't know if I'm gonna watch trilogy of this movie. I
0: don't think it should be a trilogy I, I could see it maybe being a second movie um sort of going into into how he got to where how he got to get the information he got and and Neil I think that's enough and three movies of this I think it would be too much yeah it'd be funny like later
2: on you discover if you watch this movie backwards it makes total sense <laughs> I was actually thinking no. about that <laughs> that might work not how it, how it starts if be open-ended but yeah well it, the, the funny thing, thing is that
0: the movie ended with extraction and it opened up in an extraction so <laughs> it ended and started I,
3: I wouldn't be surprised if you could watch the movies like 3, 2, 1 and 1, 2, 3 hmm oh if
0: you if have two movies one two or two one. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. This whole this whole Seder the whole Seder Square thing, I mean, I think it's rather weird because okay, his name is Seder. Aripo is the, is the um the the, the painter, the fraudul the the you know, the fraudulent painter, tenant is the name of this uh organization, opera is mentioned. It, we went to opera. It's it's mentioned to uh, Seder. You know, do you like opera? All of a sudden, he's interested now. Looking at like, okay, I guess I'm not gonna get. I'm his, not gonna kill you. Yeah,
2: stuff your balls in your throat. Right. That's and it. and
0: the company of <laughs> uh, Seder's company is called Rotas. Like like did did what does that mean? I have no idea. What well, Rotas is like the rotation of so that whole turning thing that turns from regular time to um. It's called a turnstile, right? Yeah, but it it the actual rotation. Um, yeah, you know. But the thing is that the name of the company is wrote like did like did Nolan look at this 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 square and said, okay, th- these words have to be in this movie. <laughs> like this is weird. I
3: don't
2: know. Maybe it's rather odd. I'm sure as a director, you get to like go into deep dives about stuff and be like, okay, here's my next inspiration for. A movie.
1: Yeah, maybe. It's very well, that this one he spent a long time developing. That's mm-hmm. what I understand. Yeah, it's like uh, maybe a decade or so. Yeah, I think I, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah.
3: you kind of have to, especially like really having having like reverse stuff and non reverse stuff in the same shot. <laughs> well, that takes a lot of planning.
2: It it does, and uh, I'm I'm glad to hear that though that you said that because that means at some point and, and and you also mentioned something earlier that his movies are like a puzzle. So I hope that. I can get to the satisfaction of it making total sense to me and be like, okay, you know what? This, this is just genius. Take it all back.
1: <laughs> so there, <laughs> I guess there are different levels at which you can appreciate, well, movies in general, but I think Christopher Nolan's films in particular lend themselves to that. Like there are some of his films that, that you can appreciate purely on a mechanical level, some more on a sort of cinematographer's level some more on the story level, some more on a character level. And in, in some cases, and that that's, I think, the case with Inception, it's, it's like all of the above. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in, in some aspects, this this movie gets close as well with some, you know, obvious misses, right? That Some of which I, I talked about. Um, but it's, I think, sort of the, the overarching thing for Nolan and the thing that keeps on impressing me is his ambition, you know? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, it could have easily... Either did something with miniatures when it comes to the Freeport scene or done something with CG or whatever the case may be. But no, you went for let's buy a Boeing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, you know that? And let's that's what crash happened? and let's crash it into a building. Yeah, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's to the point, you know, where the actors show up and they're like, oh, there's no green screens. There's no, you know, special effect type uh, props around. We're actually going to do this.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, I guess you watching if you don't if you didn't see anything behind the scenes, then you wouldn't wouldn't even mm-hmm. think twice because you know stuff happens in movies all the time, and sometimes it's real and sometimes it's not. Yeah. But or, the, cool. or,
1: or, or yeah, of course the 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 fight scene between the protagonist and himself in, in uh, inverted. Yeah, that was awesome. That I mean, if you think about the mechanics behind that, the scene that can be played forwards and backwards and and come out as a coherent, you know, fight choreography. That's how. How does one do that? Yeah. Yeah, but, but it still looks strange
2: <laughs> because stuff happens backwards. It doesn't, doesn't... But yeah, it works either way, but unnatural stuff happens either way you watch it. Right. You know? <clears throat> but,
3: but that's the point of it, right? Because of how those timelines work. Yeah, yeah
2: crazy. Yeah, but <clears throat> for example, if something inverting into your hand, you can't uh, you can't shoot that... Like you, that has to be an effect. They didn't. Sh- they didn't shoot the scene. Like that's an effect, right? Oh. You make the thing float up, so that that is a, an effect in a movie. Mm-hmm. Even on what actually happened is that he dropped it. We're not going backwards in the scene. Yeah, yeah, of, course. Uh,
1: they're, they're, of yeah. course. they' there. Of course, you can't. You can't escape that. That's, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't actually bend reality.
2: <laughs> well, he should <laughs> be able to. I mean, Jesus. You know what? I just realized. I don't know what Christian Alone <laughs> looks like. I have no idea what it looks like. I've seen all of it almost. I've probably seen all of his movies, but I have no idea what this guy looks like.
1: Do you... Well, if you want to to get introduced to him in a good way, uh, look at the -the behind-the-scenes footage for Memento, where he is asked by, I think, the cinematographer of a lot of his films, that's uh, Hoyte van Hoytema, uh, to explain the plot of Memento. Okay. And I think, you know, that's a good introduction to his character and how... I I think, you know... it's, of course, hard to judge from just seeing him in, in you know, um, interviews. He did Follow, and, and, too, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, or Am I... Clicking? Following, I think it's called.
2: Yeah. Right? It's like, like that was an older first mo- I think that's his first movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it's like a student film, almost. Yeah. He was like,
1: yeah, okay. But uh, he, he seems like a treat to work with, mm-hmm. right? He kind of encapsulates that pure enthusiasm of just getting to do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, getting to work with these types of you know, actors and sets and trying out stuff. You know, the, 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 I think, like I said, he's one of the f- the very first adopters of, of the IMAX format, at least to the extent that it actually pays off this much to see his movies in IMAX. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was, it wasn't Dark Knight one of the big movies to... Yeah, I think so. Uh, ...be promoted for the IMAX format? Yeah, I think so.
2: I don't recall, but I don't even know if I saw it in IMAX.
1: I, I didn't. Maybe to go
2: rewatch all of his movies. I you know, IMAX theater should just have all all of his movies on rotation all the time. They do have all. Actually, uh, the, the,
1: the theater closest to where I live has been playing Christopher Nolan movies for a while. <laughs> oh, that's you know, that's pretty in, cool. in, of course, in lieu of of Tenant going coming out, but also yeah, to fill, have something on screen because there's exactly. not that much going coming out.
2: Yeah, I feel I feel, I feel do concerned about the movie industry. Like, how how are they gonna pay for these movies? Like, at what point do they get their money? Because did y'all answer me? How was the the crowd when you went? Like, did, was there anybody in the theater? Oh, me
1: and two other people.
2: That's I it feel so weird to me. I in like in Dutch like, theaters, I feel, it's a it's
1: a bit more because um, yeah, we're not a a, a str- on as stringent lockdown as you guys. Well, the thing so, is that we don't, not even, Florida, is like no that lockdown, anymore.
3: but uh, it's just people just thinking. Not, for, to think not out. for me though. Mhm. Not for me. I I had like two, four, five people in the room.
0: Mhm.
3: But like uh the theater I I go to like a pre-corona around that time is usually the normal amount of crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's like a really small theater and early in the morning like nobody goes.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I went on a Thursday, big one. so yeah, usually not mm-hmm. as busy. But even yesterday when I looked to see if I could buy another ticket, there was, I mean, double the amount of people maybe, uh, but still not a lot.
1: Yeah, when I went on uh, to the Friday viewing, the you know, the Friday evening IMAX viewing, mm-hmm. um, that, that should be peak, mm. you know, like a peak yeah. time to go to the movies. I think like one in every three seats was taken. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: So I have a question. So uh, when we first met, Cat, um, she had a feeling that her husband was cheating on her, right? Now, of mm-hmm. course, later well, on, that's it, her own, that's her own fault. But yeah, but that's the thing. Later on, it was revealed, <laughs> it was revealed that the cheating w- lady diving off of her yacht was her. Yeah. So yeah, I know. Was she was she falling out of love with her husband because of the the the, the fact that she thought he was cheating on her, or or was it something else that made her fall out of love with him? And the cheating was just like, ugh, this is enough, because that, that that matters, right? Because she she got to a point where I mean, the fact that he is a arms dealer that that, that also should make her feel like, ugh, I can't
1: be with a person like this. But that, I don't think um, like uh, between her and Seder definitely like for her, the cheating is not that big a thing. For her, it's much more about being trapped, okay. Right, and that's that's also what she says when she describes observing, you know, the woman. Well, which turns out to be her uh, jumping off the boat. That's you kind of envy that sense of freedom, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For Seder, it's much more about the cheating, yeah, right. When he finds out, well, when when he uh, has a sense that the protagonist and and Cat are getting it on, mm-hmm. well, that's that's where the stuffing the the balls into the throat comes in.
2: Mm-hmm. I just realized I did see it like on an IMAX sized theater. So you know. Um, I don't. Do y'all have Regal Cinemas in Holland?
1: Mm, not that I know of.
2: They have what they call uh, R P X, and um, I, I just had to look up what it meant. And yeah, it's like a IMAX theater, but it's supposed to be better picture and sound. <laughs> mm. I,
0: the I sound, the sound, the sound, the, the sound. There
3: are so many standards nowadays. It's
0: like, the sound was hmm? good. the Is sound it? was good, Dick, but not as good as um the when you I did came PRX, to... Clay. What's that? You did PRX.
2: No, no, no. But what I'm saying is the
0: sound for where I went was good, but not as good as when we went to go see Dunkirk at your by your by your house.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, it's that same theater we went to go see Dunkirk. Oh, okay. That sound that theater had some good
0: sound. That was some amazing sound.
2: Yeah, I mean the sound was awesome, but um, like I, I thought it was overly done. Like the all the punching and the hitting, I was like.
0: I think I, like I honestly it. think that I honestly think I have a feeling Nolan did all of that to kind of distract you from stuff and to confuse you. I honestly feel that he wants us to be as much confused as possible while watching this. Um, it's one of these type of movies. I think that he wants you to go back multiple times because it it, it the, especially the first time I think is overload of stuff, especially when. Like the fight scenes are happening, especially when he's having a fight with the reverse of him. Right? It's like yeah. what the heck is going on here? I think. It, I think. Well, it it, like it, for it,
1: it took a second viewing for me to get that Neil cycle through that battle scene multiple times. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I got that he 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 reversed himself at least at least once, but it ends up being multiple times. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to see it again. No, the catch. first
0: time, the first time when you saw Neil pull the mask off of the. Person he was fighting and then like runs away, you knew right away who it was, right?
2: I didn't, I had no clue. Oh, really? I had no clue he one, was gonna no. even face himself. Really? No, it wasn't I, himself, I was wondering, he was facing the protagonist. No, no, no but I didn't know the pro- when. Oh, yeah, protagonist protagonist. Protagonist, I see. I, see. Yeah. I was surprised. So, um even though I guess you should have caught that, I was just wondering, like, why? Wait, what happened? <laughs> That's all I was wondering. Mm.
0: It's funny because I—I I, the second I saw them fighting, I said to myself that this is them fighting against themselves. Now, I wasn't 100% sure who the, that person was behind the mask. But the second I saw Neil pull the mask off and look surprised and run off, I knew. I knew because I was like, oh, snap, like he's going to go for the annoyed. other one not to shoot him because it's himself fighting against himself. That's what I thought.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would have been annoyed if I knew right away, because then I'd be like, "It's too easy." But that's the thing; <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I, I do like I do like being surprised, especially when I'm watching the first time. I, I do, and then the second time I'm like, "Oh man, that was genius!" That's I, how, do, I how, do, I do. But well, the,
1: the the thing is, like the uh, the idea of uh, a character meeting themselves and fighting themselves, yeah, can like in in concept, and when you say it, can come across kind of weird, uh, cliche. But in execution, like in this movie in particular, it's kind of brilliant, you know. Mm-hmm. If you think about really what is involved with getting this to happen, mm-hmm. yeah. But, li- but, li- but no, I also
2: think about like what happens after they they part, right? To, to, but then there's two of you. I don't know, man. This is so confusing. But the it, thing is that the, it,
0: there are two of the, 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 there usually can be two of you in the same timeline, but eventually you part ways. So the four of you will potentially meet the, the Ford him, because he's the one who recruited them to begin with, right? Uh, but, like, the fight scene between the two of them, he stabbed himself in the arm a few times. And then, of course, when you see, when they're trying to uh-huh. heal Kat, that his arms are bleeding, but it's like, wait, were, were you shot or not? But, that of course, you realize that it was him stabbing himself in the arm. Yeah.
3: But... Didn't they explain that you can't interact with yourself? You're not supposed no, you to can't. touch yourself. You're supposed to not wear a knowingly.
0: suit. That's why he had a suit not, on. Not knowingly. Yeah. But remember, the, but the one, the him who had no suit on didn't want to wear a suit. At one point he said, yeah. I don't, I don't need a suit. And then he, then he said, well, you have to wear a suit because if you touch yourself, blah, blah, blah. And of course, Neil already knew everything was going to happen in way because Neil has been back and forth multiple times. Yeah. Neil Neil is Neil is extremely extremely interesting to me, and that's why I think a second movie would be cool. Now the protagonist was important in this story, but if a second movie comes out, I think it's going to show that the protagonist is important, but that Neil is just as important. Hmm. And then then basically Nolan just showed us that well technically yeah he is good at making black people not be as uh, <laughs> as important in the stories. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I, I I did think that uh, the protagonist, he. uh Sometimes I wonder like if he's like the the right character. Was he bringing enough? He, he I, 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 that's part of his character, I guess, to be like cool mm-hmm. all the time. Um, it was a bit odd. But if you consider like how a um was the how can I not remember his name Leonardo DiCaprio or something. Mm-hmm. Like how he is in Inception, right? he has way more emotion and, and yeah, I, I wanted way a little more bit
1: more act. emotion from him. On, I'll
2: be honest, but I think that's supposed think, to be his his character,
1: you know. Yeah, uh, what what this I happen to know from sort of watching some featurettes that I think what no Drew Nolan really to this actor in particular is the physicality that he brought to the role, and if you look at it through that lens, I think it pays off. The fact that he does all of this stuff himself. Yeah, but like that, when when they're doing the scene on the on the fire truck with him on the on the ladder, that's mm-hmm. all the actor, you know? Yeah,
0: but that's not that's not enough though. Like to me personally, like there there are moments where I kind of wanted something just a little bit more from him, and and he just he just didn't quite deliver. Now I know that he's trying to make his own name away from his father, but like it's almost like yeah, well I mean come on. Let's just be honest.
3: Who's his father?
2: Isn't Denzel Washington his father? I don't know. Yeah, Denzel Washington.
3: Yeah, I think so. But oh, uh, yeah. But you know, you're talking about Denzel Washington, though. Like,
0: I'm just saying. I don't, I don't. I'm just saying. Like the thing is that the, the, the thing is that like his acting. There are moments where his acting was uh, just a bit cold.
2: It just a bit lacking. Yeah. But you know, if you look at Bond, he's the same way. James Bond.
1: You know. Uh, Especially the current bond, mm. I don't know. And I actually, you know, I would, I would argue that he puts it all on the floor in the first scene, mm. right when they do capture him, yeah, and he's mm. he's being tortured, or in in these smaller moments, smaller interactions with Kat, I thought that worked,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. He obviously he he would not have stayed in the movie if he couldn't pull anything off. It's, it's just, I don't know, and I, I'm sure it's intentional because this is too big of a movie, and no one's too too big of a director to just. Be like, you know what? I'm not that satisfied, but uh, we're already this far. I'm just going to stick with it. No, I don't think that would be the case. So I'm sure it's intentional. uh, Because this
1: performance, right? How much different is it from, you know, Guy Pierce and Memento? Yeah, true. Isn't Guy Pierce also kind of. Yeah, yeah, but you, you know, guy, it just uh, feel, feel, almost feels like he's going through the paces, but that's kind of the point, you know. But, but wasn't <laughs> yeah, the like guy like when
2: I saw Memento, I didn't expect anything. Yeah, but, but <laughs> it's, also, it's but, weird. but also the character in
1: Memento didn't he
0: have like like some issues? And actually, like this guy doesn't have issues. That guy had issues, didn't he? If I remember correctly, like mental issues. Just really quick, the Neil, the Neil part of the story. There's a fan fiction that Neil actually is Max. That his mom is cat oh gosh, and Maxi- <laughs> Maximilian is a is a French spelling of Maximilian, but with the so if you reverse Neil uh and maximilian oh, <laughs> it goes neil i am max and if you go the other way around max i am neil if you reverse what the what, what is what, what is oh.
1: the what is there to gain though from being that being true
0: the thing is that the thing is that <laughs> neil actually was really caring for for cat when she was injured like there are a lot of things there are a lot of things that that almost feel right about that story and the thing is that also at the end when they were leaving each other Uh, the last time um, um, the protagonist and Neil, like the protagonist knows that Neil took a bullet for him, right? And that's why he's crying. But he also realizes, like the the protagonist is telling him that you've been a part of my, you recruited me and you were were a part of my life for a long time. Meaning that probably from Max's age on.
2: Hmm. I mean, uh, boy,
0: I am (laughs) Neil as Maximilian. Yeah, yeah it, like if you look at Maximil Maximilian and you basically take the word Maximilian Andrew. and reverse it, <clears throat> it is Neil Lyon, Max, a, I am Max A M or whatever. <laughs> but Neil oh, Neil could be the reverse of Maximilian just taking the last part and saying Neil. It's a stretch, I know. But it is like that's why I could see a second movie. I I, I would actually love it if he just left it at that though if he just left it at that i would love it nobody would
2: would jump to that how how do people jump to that conclusion i mean the thing about the the reason why is because
0: the the actor the actor also who played uh this part is not normally blonde and max is blonde and all of a sudden they dyed his hair blonde i i didn't even realize it was him until i I was like oh snap it is him the actor right i was like wow they dialed his hair dyed his hair blonde why did they dye his hair blonde what's the point it doesn't even. It, it doesn't like to me personally. It doesn't look right with blonde hair.
2: I didn't. Mean, mean,
0: I know fiction, it's a stretch. Yeah. I know it's a stretch. But that's what. That's what. There's a fan fiction. A group of people who are talking about how Max and Neil are the same person. And the the fact that that Neil took such like care over Kat when they were you know a lot of times they were not really interacting with each other. But when she was when she was injured, like he was, he really was concerned about her. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: Interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. I <laughs> <laughs> that just made my penis soft. <clears throat> no, uh, So No. Honestly, they're... I
0: think that Neil looked at like, the pro- at the protagonist as a father figure. And that's why I wondered about if Seder actually was his father. Because if it really is his father, he wasn't really much of a father. But the thing is that the way him and the protagonist interacted with each other, they had such a... Comfortableness with each other. If he knew his drink. He knew that he doesn't drink on the job. Yeah, but that's yeah.
1: that's because they had known each other for a long time, right?
0: But the thing is that uh, the thing right, is that's that, but like to know that he likes diet coke could be something that like oh dad you do want a diet coke now instead of just like lemonade. Mm. It's a stretch, I know, but
1: I don't. I don't think you need anything more than than them just well without the protagonist knowing or that at least that iteration of the protagonist not knowing that they spent like multiple lifetimes together. Mm-hmm that
2: long wow Well, my, <laughs> it,
1: it, i mean it could be any stretch of time really uh, yeah you, you can go back and forth as many times right. as you would want right so yeah, yeah. all right any final thoughts dick, um, dick so you can you can jump off and then
2: yeah uh me i don't know if it was worth risking getting the rona to go see this in theaters but you wear a mask uh, I, I am
0: huh you wear a mask
2: God man. Okay, well, there you go. What does that mean? You're still touching seats And I mean, you go home and you go and scrub off.
0: But yes, go ahead. I'm just saying.
2: Go ahead. <laughs> um, But I am kind of glad I went out and, and saw a movie. Okay. So I, cool. I, I am happy that, uh, that we decided to do a show about it, but I was considering seeing it anyways. Okay. But when I saw the trailers, I, it, it, I was like, it's going to make me feel exactly how I feel now, which is like, God damn it. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't buy it. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care. You can't explain me into buying this, but I hope it pays off eventually when I watch it several times. Yeah. And I'm, I, I hope I, I one day come back and say, "Wow, I'm gonna suck Nolan's
1: dick and that <laughs> Wow. <out."> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then and then take his balls and stick them in your. F- oh no. That's <laughs> 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 that's a different movie. <laughs> All right. I I will catch you guys right.
2: uh, final thoughts when I listen to the podcast. That's yes, Cool. I'm, I'm upload a upload to
0: the link in the description. Later. Yes. He's, he's at right. Dick, Letterman Dick Letterman. Daily uh, <laughs> and Dick Daily at I'm nowhere Instagram. on social media. Yes. All right, peace, All right, days. Ty, All right, Ty final thoughts? I got to see it again, man. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Me too. I got to see it again. So that's your final thoughts? You got to see it
1: again? Well,
3: it was... Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it was a good movie.
1: Yeah. Yes, it was. Cool beans. Tosh? Um, just just to go on a slight tangent here. Um, for me, kind of Tenet is part of this rediscovery of my love for cinema and the, the cinematic experience. Mm. It's kind of something that I started like late last year um, by starting to go to the movies by myself. Mm. And I've started to discover, particularly with, you know, the pandemic going on, that that's been like a fundamental part of my self-care nice. to kind of immerse mm. myself in, um, in what I still believe are kind of profound experiences. Mm-hmm. Being in this in this darkened room with this intense, you know, s- sonic and visual, uh, you know, experience going on. And for me, Tenet, like, aside from being one of the only sort of big releases to come out this year, is a prime example of why people should keep going to the theaters in the first place. Mm-hmm. So aside from it, you know, being a Christopher Nolan movie and me holding him in such high regard, and for me considering this film towards you know is is top echelon um it's something that that i really need in this uh in this day and age to be able to uh you know be uh, engage with with uh with stories and and cinematic experiences in the way that i have with tenet so that's really what the movie is for me in this in this particular moment in time lord knows well, my fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh viewing will be like or <laughs> whatever viewing I may have in reverse
3: <laughs> you have a movie subscription now
1: i don't i don't, but i might i might consider oh. it oh
3: well, you go seven times
0: <laughs> he, he probably means DVD. consider it <laughs> all right, cool.
3: I actually cancelled my movie subscription oh you did,
0: yeah okay. I would, I would probably in twenty twenty, maybe restart in twenty twenty one.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering oh, yeah. though, man, when even in twenty twenty one, whether we'll see the movie industry recover in any way. Yeah, I, much. Yeah, I'd rather think. Well, at least the end of twenty twenty one, if not twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point actually. Yeah, good point.
3: They started shooting uh, a lot of stuff already, so
0: yeah, but a lot of things probably going to be planned for release online if they're smart. That's like throwing money. You're throwing money away if you're going to shoot, and then next thing you know, the market doesn't recover. You should. I know, I know Nolan probably wouldn't consider online, straight to online because of his need to have you know, the, 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 the sit-down experience be amazing, but a lot of other people would consider it, and
1: they should consider it. I guess if Quinn Tarantino can do it, then why not? Exactly. Nolan, right? True, good point.
3: But will people actually watch it? Because, like, for instance, Mulan... Okay, I know there's this whole controversy around it, but, like, Mulan has done a digital release. Well, people haven't and, watched like, it. I haven't watched it, but the thing is... No, you, i have, have, have people like, not
0: watch it. Not you, but people.
3: Uh, I don't know. But, like, I would not watch it because it's more expensive than it is to go to the theaters. Oh, okay. I got you. It's, like... Essentially, double the price, like yeah. But what mm-hmm. I mean is
0: online, like you know, to Netflix places like that, you know, straight to streaming.
3: Yeah, but it's th- yeah, same thing with Disney Plus, right?
0: But that's more expensive than going to the theaters. Yeah, like you can get one month of it for sixty oh, nine. Like,
3: no, no. So what what they did is like okay, Mulan was from Disney, yeah. right? They did a digital release, but it's like a pay per view. So oh, I see what you're saying. No, no, that's not what no, I'm well, talking about.
0: I'm talking about releasing it straight uh, to like the services like Netflix or just the, the, like the, uh, the subscription already. Not release it as pay per view extra. I'm, ta- I'm talking about like as part <laughs> of like make a deal with Netflix. Netflix, you know, you pay me X billions of dollars. It comes straight to you first. <laughs> I, I don't know, whatever. Like some, some, they're, they're, listen, right now is the time to be creative. Anyone who is not creative is going to die off. Sure.
1: Like, but then, uh, I mean, how does that, how does that, um, work as a commercial model, right? If you're not going to be able to finance movies based off of box office return, but rather through streaming service returns, who is going to foot that bill? Is the thing it Netflix? is that Netflix, <laughs> but that's that's
0: you have to figure that out, but right now no one is going to the movies. So, how do you make th- your like th- you spend all that money for the movie release and no one goes to it? How do you make your money back?
3: I think that might be a little too early in this Rona period. Dude, like, if I, if
0: I can look at the number of people who went to my theater, not many. And this movie theater, when I go, normally, it's actually way fuller than this. So, this is before Corona. This is, I, I'm sorry. This, if they don't think outside of the box now, they're going to, they're going to die. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to take some time. All right. So, my final thoughts. Um, I enjoyed this movie. Uh, I think the sound was confusing. <laughs> I think it was a little bit distracting. Uh, I wish I had subtitles. Holy moly! I wish I had subtitles now that I hear that you guys had subtitles, and uh, I vote for subtitles.
1: <laughs> I've started watching everything with subtitles. I don't know if I'm just getting old or something, but <laughs> I prefer. Really? It. Yeah, I even even you know close close captioning on English shows as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: I
3: can't handle it. I can. It's I love it. Too but, uh, distracting. I
0: wish the movie theaters here had them. They don't. They don't have them here.
3: It's too distracting for me. Alrighty, where's where can we?
0: I have to jump off to go talk to Oma. She's calling me. <laughs> where um can we find you, Ty? Um, <laughs> you
3: can find me on Twitter, I
0: guess, and
3: um, tyo9 Instagram. Exactly.
0: Okay. Tosh. I'm at Tosh Pollock on Twitter uh dick is at dick underscore daily on twitter and he' is dick daily on instagram um you can call you can find us c y b r c a s t on twitter instagram uh or our website c y b r c a s t dot com and i'm c w daily everywhere on twitter thank you so much for listening to this do go watch the movie i'm pretty sure if you've heard all the way through here you watched the movie but if you haven't and you like spoilers Go, go and watch a movie it's actually not bad keep
1: going to the theaters it's worth it
0: it's worth it yes thank you of course, for in, in, a the sa- in a safe way it's the best time go in the mornings yes so,
1: what did you say Tosh no I said do it in a safe way though
0: yeah do it in a safe way yes wrap, wrap it up I mean uh, put a mask on uh, you'll find us <laughs> and hear us in the next episode ciao later <laughs> please welcome welcome
1: welcome, welcome. Welcome to Cybercast.
0: <laughs> you can support us by going to Cybercast dot com slash support. Click the link there and you can donate ninety nine cents for 99 99, nine nine or nine 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 ninety nine a month. We would appreciate it. It would buy us a nice cup of tea or coffee for the other
2: guys. So matcha. Matcha.
0: It'll pay for hosting.
2: It'll pay for hosting, yes.